This is the only program that talks about everything, but teaches you absolutely nothing. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. Brand new week, brand new episode. I hope everybody's doing well. I read an article this Saturday Night Live basically stayed away from Russia attacking Ukraine. That conflict because it was too serious. Oh, it's too serious. It's too serious. This is the lamest world war ever. And I'll stand by that. Some people are referring to it as the beginning of World War III. Some people are referring to it as that. Well, if it is World War III... Attention Russia and attention Ukraine. We need to crank it up a little bit. I've been on here for months now doing fake commercials for a fake water company based in Russia. And quite honestly, guys, I was expecting something else to pop off. But nothing is really happening over there worth reporting. And I also saw that Vladimir is threatening the West with some comments that he made. Hey, Vladimir, nobody cares about your war anymore. Now, you can use that to your advantage or you can use that to your disadvantage, right? But you can't threaten the West because, at least here in the Americas, we aren't paying attention to it anymore. The news cycle moves fast. We have mass shootings in America to worry about. We can't worry about World War III 8,000 miles away or whatever the fuck it is. We can't worry about that. It turns out Vladimir Putin is really unorganized and slow. Two characteristics I didn't think the man had in him. I, I thought that this man was probably ruthless and cutthroat, but it turns out he's just really, really unorganized and really slow. But that's not my point here. My point is I can't believe Saturday Night Live would deprive themselves of potentially juicy material. And I know they have sponsors, guys. I know they have sponsors that they can't piss off, but if you're setting if you're saying that um you that you as Saturday Night Live, if you're setting the bar at what you can't do at the war in Ukraine then you're setting the bar pretty low for yourselves. You're putting a lot of shit out of bounds, and I don't like putting a lot of shit out of bounds. This program, here on this program, if another 9-11 happened tomorrow, we would we would find a way to make jokes about it. I guarantee you. Should I probably be outside jumping off my first story roof in solidarity with some of the victims that died in that 9-11 attack? If that happened tomorrow, we'd find a way to joke about it. If I came down with cancer tomorrow, if I contracted a horrible disease, we would find a way to make a joke about it because nothing on this program is out of bounds. We'll joke about anything on this show. Absolutely anything. If I get raped in the fourth fourth story below ground in a parking garage, we'll find a way to make a joke about it. As horrific as it is, we'll find a way to make a joke about it because nothing is out of bounds on this show. And in regards to the war, since there's not much going on, this war is like a boxing match where Zelensky and Vladimir, especially Vladimir, they came out swinging in the first round. And they had a lot of energy, but they punched themselves out early. And now they don't have any stamina. Vladimir Putin at this point doesn't have any stamina to finish what he started. 
He's just, troops are just milling about over there. And I'm not going to say there's not death. I'm not going to say there's not horrific things going on. But I'm saying, Vladimir, you missed your window of opportunity when the world was really watching you. And that's for better or for worse. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I know one thing, when he comes out and he says he's threatening the West with this or that, nobody is giving a shit anymore. We've moved on. I have lots of news stories here on the program today. We have someone at Arby's pissing in the Jamocha shakes. I have to cover that. We have to cover that news story. I have news sto- I have a news story about Elon Musk telling me that Americans no longer want to go to work. I have to cover that news story so I can't stay on Russia all summer. You had late winter into early spring to captivate me, Vladimir, and you didn't captivate me. You had me for a week and a half, and now I'm no longer really interested. These pure Russian rainwater ads, the sponsorship ended a few weeks ago, and I can't wait to I can't wait to unload the last few cases I have so I no longer have to play the Russian national anthem on this show. I've referred to myself a few times as Vladimir Putin's favorite son. Well, guess what? Vladimir, your son no longer respects you because you're slow as shit. Get this war over with one way. <laughs> Get get this war over with one way or another. If you're going to drop a nuclear weapon, drop a nuclear weapon now and stop stringing us along. I don't even think your nuclear rep- weapons work. I'm calling your bluff. I don't think they work. Otherwise, a man as unstable as yourself would have used them by now, but you haven't. If there's one thing that I thought Vladimir Putin would do, I thought he would go all out. And he hasn't gone all out. And I guess I'm thankful for that, but I also have a problem with that because I need new Russian material for this show or I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Somebody in the Kremlin passed that along to old Vladimir. Tell him I can't complain needs new material. So get to killing or just give up and go home. Christ almighty. Guys, uh, I just want to say this. If I was given the opportunity to live forever, eventually... I would probably switch to men or just give up, and I'm not bullshitting you. I would eventually, given the given the opportunity of lived hundred, if I lived hundreds of years, I think I would switch to having sexual intercourse with men. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and before you say, I know a lot of people out there right now are like, how did we, how did we get on this? Weren't we just talking about Vladimir Putin, and now we're talking about you possibly switching your. Uh, your desired uh, sexual partners up. Listen, guys, I am not minimizing true sexual orientation. Just let me tell you this. Eventually, you'll get bored of what you have. Eventually, you get bored of everything in your life, and you got to push the limits a little bit more. That drug that you've been doing is not doing it for you anymore. You have to do more and more and more to get the same effect. You go from buying the light ice cream to the regular ice cream, to the ice cream with 2,160 calories in a pint, full fat ice cream. Because you need more. Nothing's ever enough for you anymore. And there's probably huge chocolate chips in that pint of ice cream. You started off on the Halo Top, and now you're at some small batch heavy cream ice cream. That's where you end up. Because you got to keep pushing the limits more and more and more. You move from the jalapeno hot sauce to the habanero hot sauce to the Carolina Reaper hot sauce because guess what? Your tolerance goes up and up and up. Eventually, 
given the proper amount of time, I'll try everything. And I'm going to probably be disappointed by everything. So eventually, I think I would try some dick. And there's nothing in my life so far that has indicated that I'll try dick at any point in my life. But I think given the proper amount of time, I think eventually I would find a man that I would be so attracted to that I would have no choice but to say, guess what? I'm switching it up for you. I've been attracted to women my entire life, but now I want some of your dick. I think that would happen eventually given the opportunity if I live forever. So um, (laughs) I don't know why. I don't really know why I'm telling you this other than if we find a drug that helps us to live for extended periods of time. Like if I live to be 250 years old, I'll tell you right now, when I turn 200, I'm switching it up and I'm going to men. And I know a lot of people are going to say, this isn't a choice. This isn't a choice you consciously make. But I don't think it would be a choice if I just got bored of what I have, which is coming which is coming a lot faster in life than I thought it would. I'm already bored of most everything in my life. So I was sitting around and I was thinking, man, if I live much longer, I'm going to end up with a man. And I'm not even convinced that this is 100% a joke. This might be real talk. So get ready. Get ready to see me out in public courting a man with a man on my arm, maybe a team of men. I'll have six to eight men around me at all times, and you'll say, well, he switched it up. He used to be into women, but now he's into men. You're damn right I'm into men. I'm into men now because I've gotten bored of every woman on earth, and I think if I live to be over 200 years old, I'll be bored. Of, I'll probably be bored of everybody on earth. I'll probably start having probably st- I'll probably start having sex with animals if I live to 200 years old. <laughs> Oh, maybe, I don't know what, if you had to, okay, let's, let's just think of this guys. If you had to switch it up and start having sex with an animal, what animal would you have sex with? I think I would go for like a deer, maybe, or maybe a, uh, probably some sort of a, a four legged w- creature in the woods, because I imagine when I'm going to go out into the woods and start my process of slowly starting to have sex with animals, I'll probably start in the woods because I'll be shamed and I don't, I won't want people to see me. So I'll, I'll just have sex with a deer. Why am I talking about this? Um, <laughs> uh, and that's why I don't try virtual reality guys. That's why I'm not trying virtual reality, because I don't think that I have a bad life, but it's not so great where I wouldn't switch it up for a virtual life given the opportunity. It's the same reason why I don't tempt myself by test driving new cars until I actually need a new car. Because I know the nicer, newer cars that are being built nowadays, I would want, as soon as I went to test drive one, because I have a 2011 Honda, if I went to test drive one of these new cars, I would fall in love with it immediately and I'd say, I want this. I want the new shit. They, I would say to myself, daddy needs luxury and I would want to ride off in that new whip, but that's not what I'm, that's not, I won't do that. I won't subject myself to that temptation. And that's the same reason you won't see old John using virtual reality because like I said, my life isn't above replacement. I, given the opportunity to switch my life with a random strangers on the street, I would probably do so. And I'm, that's that's really all I have to say about that. So I'm not doing virtual reality, and I will be taking dick at 200 years old, and I will be having sex with the animals. That that segment did not go exactly how I thought it was going to go. I'm not going to bullshit you guys. <laughs> and oh, by the way, one, before we stop talking about animals, I don't know who needs to hear this, but somebody in my audience might need to hear this. 
once your dog dies, you can mourn your dead dog maybe six to eight days. I'll give you 12 to 14 if he was a member of your, a quote unquote member of your family for more than a decade. But if you're mourning your dog more than two weeks, move on. I I follow someone on social media. Her dog died a long time ago. And she's still clinging to that dog. She's still posting pictures of the dog. She's still talking about how much she misses her dog. Bitch, it's been eight months. You gotta move on. I know that you liked your dog. But as soon as you put him on the ground, old John started a stopwatch. And that stopwatch was two weeks. After two weeks, you're not permitted to ever post a picture of your dog online ever again. And I met this dog on multiple occasions. I just want to say that. I've had this dog that's being mourned. I met this dog on multiple occasions. And it didn't do anything for me. This wasn't a great dog. This wasn't an exceptional dog. This wasn't a dog that was pulling, burning people out of buildings. This was a small, mangy mutt. That's what this was. And I'm sorry, bitch, but you're going to have to get over it and move on. Anybody that's lost a pet, I'm sorry you've lost a pet recently, but move on. At some point, you have to move on. We cannot spend the rest of our lives online with me looking at pictures of your dead dog. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. I've seen pictures of this dog day in and day out for months, and it's starting to really get under my skin. Treating this dog like it's the greatest gift ever on earth. Hmm. All right. Let's talk about Alex Jones. Just when you when you think that he's not going to give you anything else, and I don't want to listen to him day in and day out, don't get me wrong, but Alex Jones really is the gift that keeps on giving. As, as I see a news story from the Huffington Post that says Alex Jones screams at his viewers to buy his products and tells them it's life and death. Let's listen to it. It's going to be short. It's not going to be long. But uh, yeah, Alex Jones... Uh, Basically, if you don't buy his products, if you don't go to the InfoWarsStore.com and get the amazing products, you're helping the enemy. Let's go. Supporting our guests because everybody we have on is fighting with everything they've got. <laughs> this is a war against you and your family of inflation and collapse. Goddamn right. And they know everybody's going to wake up in the midst of it. That's why they want to silence the leaders because they think they can then defeat you. Ugh. So when you keep us in the fight, you keep yourself in the fight. <laughs> Alex Jones, man, I am I am such a fan of his energy. This man has countless, it seems like an unlimited source of energy. He's just on every day yelling. I wish I had one-tenth of the stamina that Alex Jones had to just sit at a microphone and yell. God damn, I just wanted to let you guys hear that. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. This is the I Can't Complain podcast. I have several dozen cases that I still need to unload. So we're back to doing this. It's John. It's your boy John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. Ah, yes, guys. Pure Russian Rainwater. Every sponsor I have on the show is fighting with everything they've got. This is a war against inflation and collapse. And I'm not bitching at listeners. I'm telling you this is an all-out war and Pure Russian Rainwater is on your side. Let's give it a try. Let's try it together here on the program. It's pure Russian rainwater. It's good. 
it's just as good as it ever was, guys, and maybe even better now. Because the people of Pure Russian Rainwater, they've started sneaking into Ukraine and collecting the water in small plastic pails. They've, they've started collecting rainwater at ground level in Ukraine now. But you can rest assured, you can sleep at night knowing that that, that Ukrainian land is rightfully, rightfully Russian. It rightfully belongs to the Russians. So this water is still 100% Russian owned and Russian collected. The original small batch Russian rainwater now... 99.5% pure Russian rainwater. Only a half of 1% dust from the missile blast upwind. It's just as good as it ever was, and maybe even better. Pure Russian rainwater. Pick some up today, or if you guys really want to help me out, call me up and buy a case off of me, because I got way too much of this shit. Now back to the show. Did you guys see the article recently that came out that uh, the cops in Vancouver, it says the child porn investigation reveals Arby's worker peeing in milkshakes, the Washington cops says. Uh, child porn investigation took a disgusting turn. I like how the child porn dis- investigation can somehow become even more disgusting. But it says when Vancouver police officers found a man peeing in milkshake mix at an Arby's restaurant, Washington authorities reported. The man... A night manager at the restaurant. This is a manager at the restaurant. This is a man who worked his way up in the organization only to be let go because of a few child porn charges and because he urinated in a milkshake mix for sexual gratification at least twice. Not twice daily, at least twice overall. I was hoping it was twice daily. At least twice, Vancouver police said in a news release. The unusual part about this story is it's for sexual gratification. It's not to fuck with the customers. This is a man who legitimately got off by urinating in the milkshake mix. I don't don't know what goes wrong in your life. And obviously this is a fucked up individual who um, probably should not be allowed in, in polite society. Probably needs to be locked away. But when you lock him away, hide the milkshake. Don't let him work in the kitchen of that prison, please. Because this is the man who gets off by peeing in milkshake mix. And maybe it's the sa- is it the sound of the piss hitting the mix that gets him off? I don't know. It says, quote, the alleged actions of the former franchised employee are abhorrent and unacceptable, the Arby's spokesperson said in a statement to KTTV. We have taken immediate action with the franchise group who terminated the former employee and is co- and is fully cooperating with authorities in their investigation. I'm glad that part of me wants Arby's to stand behind this employee and just say innocent until proven guilty, innocent until proven guilty. And then the cops show him the video of the man literally pissing in because it says, it says that they uncovered a video of the man urinating in milkshake mix. I want Arby's to try and defend this man up until when they see the video and like, we defended the uh, child porn, but we cannot defend this. I don't, we can no longer stand behind this individual. But, you know, at least that man, at least that manager was going to work every day and working at that Arby's. Because Elon Musk says Americans are trying to avoid going to work at all. Unlike Chinese workers who will be burning the 3 a.m. oil. This article is from Business Insider. Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, said he expects China to produce, quote, some very strong companies because of the country's workforce. Quote, there's just 
a lot of super talented, hardworking people in China who strongly believe in manufacturing. They won't just be burning the midnight oil. No, they won't. The midnight oil is not enough for them. He says they will be burning the 3 a.m. oil. He continued, they won't even leave the factory type of, they won't even leave the factory type of thing. Whereas in America, people are trying to avoid going to work at all. But it's a catch-22 situation. You get honest, good-working, honest Americans to go to work, and what do they do? They pee in the milkshake mix, and then we complain about it. But you tell them, but you're also saying at the, at the same time that Americans are trying to avoid going to work at all. So what do you want? We can't have it both ways. We can't expect good work, hard, decent Americans to go to work and not piss in the milkshake mix. Come on. We're setting the bar way too high for Americans if we're not even going to let them do that. He, Elon goes on to say, I wanted my circum. Oh, he slept on the floor. That's what's going on here. I don't even have to read it. He slept on the floor and got like a half hour of sleep a day because he was trying to develop the Model 3 or some shit. Meanwhile, a man's trying to serve Jamocha shakes. He's working hard. He's probably sleeping overnight at the Arby's and he gets up in the middle of the night. The only thing that gets him off sexually is pissing in the shake mix. I say, let him do it. We're going to have to lower our standards here in America. We're just going to have to be happy that people show up to work at all. Your coworker is probably going to be openly pissing in the milkshake mix right in front of you by this time next year. And that'll just be a standard operating procedure. You'll just have to look the other way and say, that's Bob. Bob does that. That's what Bob likes to do. Bob gets off to this. But we're just going to have to let him do it because we need employees. We need anyone to show up. It doesn't matter if they get off by pissing in the shake mix or not. We just need them to come to work. We need them to come to work, guys, because we're in a crisis. We have a coming food shortage. You're going to depend on that Arby's that you're disgusted by today. You're going to depend on them tomorrow. Because... According to um, this little video that we're going to watch, we're in a crisis right now. Farmers are sounding the alarm. The American food supply chain is in a crisis right now, a crisis that could be reflected on grocery store shelves and wallets by the end of summer. Evidently, we've had poor planting weather across much of the country, higher prices on seeds, fertilizer, fuel, and supply chain issues, and they're taking a heavy toll on farmers. And we need to hear about it. Because I had cheap buffalo wing prices for two weeks. You remember me saying that. I had cheap buffalo wing prices, not even for two weeks, for 24 hours. And then they said, oh, we're going to be out of food in 27 years. And now, according to this farmer, we're in a crisis right now. John Boyd Jr., fourth generation farmer, president of the National Black Farmers Association with us uh, from Virginia. Good to see you, sir. I appreciate it. This is a show called On Balance News Nation. To major dislocations in America's food supply. And he's about to tell us why we're going to starve to death unless we can start accepting Arby's for what it is. Food chain goes and what's going on with the American farmer in this country. Uh, as you just spoke about uh, the wetlands up in uh, uh, Illinois and the surrounding states that haven't been able to get a plow and a plant in the field. We're going to lose a lot of uh, production there. How are you? How are we as a country going to grow roast beef sandwiches? When the weather is this bad, region of the world that's not going to be able to produce corn, wheat, and soybeans. Oh God! Going to see a lot of empty shelves and a lot more higher prices. Oh God! Uh, for those people who haven't been to 
the grocery store lately, uh, the prices are already rising. And they're going to continue. We don't care. Let's be honest. We as Americans don't care about rising prices until it, st- until it starts affecting the dollar menu at McDonald's. And then we'll take notice. Maybe it already has. I don't know. I don't eat at McDonald's. But you know, most people in America, they're going to be more concerned when their Big Mac goes up by 20 cents than when a bag of flour goes up by a dollar. We just this this is a time where America needs to pay attention to what's going on to farmers mm-hmm. because uh, you know you may you may not need a, a doctor or or a lawyer or something like that but what? you need a farmer every day every day you need a farmer every day I like that next time you see a farmer in public you go up to him and you kiss him on the lips for me and you say the I can't complain podcast loves you it's independent it's food. It's land food is neutral. My grandfather said that land knows no color. Yep. It doesn't know any party. Land is neutral unless you're in Ukraine right now. And then <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's not. Support a farmer. That's what he's saying. He's saying support a farmer. We're about to go through some shit, but don't look at us. Don't look at us because it's not on me. I'm paying higher prices for everything, and I'm about to pass them along to you because the weather's awful. We have people pissing in Jamocha shakes. We've got Elon Musk telling us that Americans don't even want to work anymore. Buffalo wing prices are out of control. We're running out of food. Meanwhile, I got a crazy guy. I got a crazy guy yelling at me and telling me I'm not a good American if I don't go to his website and buy all of his bullshit products. You know? And I can't even escape this by watching a nice little Saturday Night Live skit about the Ukraine and Russia conflict because they won't even air it. They won't even air that shit because it's deemed too offensive and Vladimir Putin's too slow to give me any more material to talk about on this show. So I'm just shilling pure Russian rainwater week after week. Meanwhile, I'm running out of food and people are pissing in shakes and it's all going to shit. Welcome to America. In the year 2022, where nobody wants to work and all we want to do is walk around and piss in Jamocha shakes and eat Arby's sandwiches. That's it. Bye. I'll admit that I don't really know the proper amount of, of grieving time that you need to get over a dead pet, but come on. We have to establish some sort of understood boundary that you can't you can't keep talking about your dead animals forever. I can't take it. And Alex Jones, I appreciate your energy. There's not a whole lot I appreciate about you, but I appreciate your energy. Hope everybody had a good time here today on the show. I don't know if a good time is the way that this show is enjoyed. <laughs> I don't think this is something you listen to for a good time. I hope you got something out of it today. I'm thinking about putting together a short stand-up act uh, for some, and I, you know, for some reason I just have a note here that I on the show notes somehow this snuck in. It says, what about an overwhelming, an overwhelmed suicide prevention hotline worker who just keeps picking up the telephone and telling people to do it? <laughs> I don't know when I wrote that. That is not for the show, though. That is like an idea for some sort of a bit. That's it, guys. I hope everybody had a good 
time today. Maybe I'll see you next week. Bye.